It's the one place in all of the internet where you'll find four guys talking pro wrestling way too seriously. Glenn Clark, Aaron Oster, Brandon Linton, and WWE superstar AJ Francis. This is Jobbing Out. What's, what's, up? Up? What's, what's up? 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 Welcome in to episode number. I I don't know how to make eighty-seven is the the number. Yeah, that's where I was going. Hang on a second. <laughs> Why is this still? God damn it! There we go. I can pull that down a little bit. Um, yeah. yeah, number eighty-seven of jobbing out. Glenn Clark, Aaron Oster, Brandon Linton. You know, I just realized. I'm not even kidding about this. We didn't even invite AJ this week, oh, yeah. <laughs> and I'm yep. sure that it, like it wouldn't have happened anyway. You know what I mean? Like, but we're kind of dicks <laughs> because yeah, of we, that. Yeah, we should have at least like somebody want to somebody want to text him just so like we can make it look like we really did invite him. Yeah, give me a second. Just say like, hey man, you know, came together last second. Not like we hadn't planned this. Oh all no, before. we're obviously blaming this all on Aaron. Uh, oh well, that's. I mean, he would have. He wouldn't believe anything else. <laughs> but we should at least just send him a text like, "Hey, we're doing the show. If you wanna hop on, I just I have no idea if he even can or would want to or whatever." Right. But um, we are kind of total assholes <laughs> for text not even bothering <laughs> to send a text to the fourth host of the show. What jerks we are! All right, uh, driving out, Glenn Clark. Brandon Linton from Ramshead Live, Aaron Oster from the Baltimore Sun. Um, uh, coming up a little bit later on in the show, I'm um, I'm looking forward to this conversation as um, there's a few people that related to the professional wrestling industry that, frankly, um, have other jobs. And those other jobs are pretty effing important right now. And one of those people is Adam Thornstow from Reno Scum, of course, part of Impact Wrestling. And they've been palling around with Ace Austin recently. Sadly, they had a great show this week, Rebellion, and he wasn't able to be part of it because he's literally working as a surgical tech and an emergency room supervisor at the moment. And it's pretty kind good of, reason. Yeah, kind of important to have him there. That's, kind, that's pretty incredible. Kind of important. Um, so uh, he was very kind when I reached out and said he'd be happy to come on and talk about everything he's been doing what it looks like in his world. He's like working 40 to 60 hour weeks right now um, in the operating room. Um, and and obviously, like every circumstance is different. It's just a crazy, crazy time. But, uh, you know, look, he'd probably be very uncomfortable with us saying he's a hero. But let's let's just be straight up about it. Dude's an effing hero. So yes. um, we're really excited that he was willing to take some time for us. And a little bit later on, we're going to chat with Adam Thornstow from Impact Wrestling. Um, an awesome, awesome thing. In the meantime, uh, stuff to discuss from the week that was. And on the like plus side, I guess technically when we recorded last week, we had not yet learned about the details for what Money in the Bank is going to look like. No, we? no, we have not. And let's be honest, <laughs> in a sea of shit of late in professional wrestling... There's no way to not think like this has a chance to be really fucking cool. Yeah, um, I'm all in. Has a chance. Oh, look, nothing's guaranteed, but in the same way that like I don't think 
I don't, you know, we didn't really know what we were getting into at WrestleMania. As it turns out, we got one of the most memorable things that ever happened in the history of professional wrestling. I don't know why you sound way more. I don't even know how they f this up, Aaron. Like this what? seems perfect to me. Well, th- think about what we were saying going into the Boneyard match, going into the Firefly Funhouse. We were saying, man, th- this could be really cool. This could, this should be really cool. But more often than not, when WWE has tried to do things like that, they've messed it up. So that's just kind of my but never in my, this type of circumstance, right? Yeah, like, I I would put this more in line with what happened at WrestleMania than the other things from before, right? Like this feels to me like they know exactly what they're doing and they're trying to make once in a lifetime type of content. Yeah, I, I yeah. think so. Too. I think this is going to be like shot the way the Boneyard match. Sure, was shot. again, but that you know. It's going to be shot that way. It's going to look good. There's no question it's going to look good. The question is, is it going to be good? And with the WWE, with with these things historically, I, it's been about a 50-50 all right, shot. All right. That. You know what? Because you're being particularly negative about this, I'm we're, we're zeroing in on this. What could they possibly do to F this up? It, it could become – well, first of all, I let, let's just – okay, let's, let's go what could happen. Mm-hmm. This <laughs> could be turned into a complete comedy bit. Which could be good, or when if you don't think they're fighting into toilets and seeing someone like oh, poop on the toilet, like you <laughs> I don't know, know if it's someone going... will be in there pooping, but I think that someone's but, definitely going through but a. What's the, like, they're they're gonna fuck this building up like bad because they're moving out of it. Well, you know right. not, and that's, they're not. And that's the, for so a while. If, if it tilts too much in the comedy direction, then it could be screwed up. I, I do you really believe? I, I will say this: there's no way. I hear you about the men's match. There's no way the women's match will do that. The women's match 100% will not be comedy. Well, not the same type of comedy. Not the same co- type of comedy. But I mean, I think I think it has a, it's it has a less chance of being hokey as I, I I'm assuming you're worried it's going to be super hokey and Yes, yes. I, I think I think the women's match I'm not hokey. that concerned about. I can see your concern with the men's match. Okay. But considering who's in it, I'm less Look, it's concerned. Gonna be, it's going to be fun. It's going to be, it's going to have some weird. Like Daniel Bryan's not going to be in there doing stupid shit. You know, Daniel Bryan has done plenty of stupid shit in this. Career. But I don't not, mind if there's stupid shit involved in the match. I like you have got 40 no, minutes in order like to do this. You can't. Shit. The notion that you couldn't. My God, did you watch no, no, look, the fucking the mat, the Undertaker AJ Styles match? Exactly. Look, it was hokey I'm saying shit. It's very possible. But to to completely ignore the chance that this ends up being bad is ignoring the history of WWE. I, I think I think you're being purposefully dickish. I think I, you're. I'm not being. I, I think, ignoring that. I think I think there's a very real chance it's good. But to say that it's going to be, it, it's definitely going to be good is crazy. I, I think it's to say this is definitely yeah, going to I'm, I'm, I'm so far the ninety percent. I'm so far the other way. I'm so much closer to Brandon on this. I, I mean, I can't believe that we watch WrestleMania. We see what they do when their backs against the wall. They come up with a creative as shit, clever. And they had like a idea. month to do this. They had like a week to do WrestleMania. And yes, will there be in, will there be a Vince McMahon touch to it? Of course there will be. We're not stupid enough to think there won't be. There absolutely will be. But the notion you have all the time in the world to do these matches. Like they literally apparently spent all effing day filming these matches. Right. The notion that you're going to come a, mo- away- a month in advance, right, the, essentially. Right. The right. notion that you're going to come away with shit, with complete sh- I just... I, I, it's not going to be... Okay, let, let me say it. It's not going to be complete because there will be enough in there that's like, oh, hey, that was memorable, that was cool. But and I do think there's a real chance that cool. at least one of these matches ends up being really hokey. I think Can I say some- let me say something else in a different, t- in a different light about this match. 
that I thought of when I was watching Raw, which which wasn't a particularly interesting Raw. Yeah, neither show necessarily. Was no, no, but none of the shows were that interesting this week. Yeah, here, here's well, I would argue NXT was, it was pretty interesting. Fine. It was interesting, but it was yeah. not. Yeah, like it was in, interesting. In in we'll the in the scale of what we're dealing with, it was the best of what we had. Yes, and we'll get there with some of the things. But my, my, I guess my point is, like, when, when I was sitting there watching Uninteresting Raw, I was thinking to myself, you know, this isn't... I know that we keep saying unprecedented this and unprecedented that. This is legitimately the most unprecedented thing that has ever happened, which is that you're going to have four weeks... Or, maybe, what is it, three weeks till Money in the Bank? You're going to have three weeks of television that's going to be produced while they know what happens at the pay-per-view. Which uh, hypothetically I, should be better because it means they know exactly, exactly what the end point is. Exactly. Well, and, and I don't think we're in that territory yet because I think that they probably were still finishing some things up or whatever. But I think we're... Now, well, we have they filmed the whole pay-per-view? Yeah, we don't know probably that. Not. We only but know that what, they've done the they filmed filming. the two matches. Yeah, well, that's all Correct. we know that, we've, that they've done is that they filmed. And we don't know that they aren't even intending to wait until the day of the film. We Like, the schedule for that right. has not come out yet. Yeah, I, um, I assume that... Maybe not live, but yeah, I assume that most of it will just be filmed that weekend, if not live. Right. Something along those lines. Yeah, I don't know exactly what it looks yeah. like, but yeah, something along those and, lines. And considering... Now, of course, we always get, you know... We'll say this, and then tomorrow they'll announce 500 matches. But, like, it seems as if this one might be the Money in the Bank matches and, like, four other matches. And that's the card, you that's know? That's probably fair. You give about hour 15 combined for the two or so. Right. Um, so, then you got, you know, a couple title matches in there. Yeah. So if that's the case, I thought to myself, this has never, ever, ever happened. Where WWE has a pay-per-view that they're going to know what, ha- like essentially the big points. They're going to know who wins the money in the bank matches for four weeks of, t- or what, th- two and a half weeks of television that they're doing now. Well, keep in mind, we also don't know that they didn't film multiple finishes. Like, that's the other thing well, that you well, have to right, keep in mind. Well, right, but, like, but there's, okay, even if they did, there's two. There's not eight. Well, not, I mean, probably not. Vince McMahon yeah. can't I mean, decide to change the ending the day of the show. Like, what is what happens? Unless they taped everybody. Right. I mean, it is possible. I don't know this. I'm not oh, speaking wow. from... Oh, wow. Wouldn't that be something? Like, it's totally possible that they filmed six different endings to Money in the Bank to buy themselves three more weeks to make a decision on what they want to do. And, and frankly, let's be honest, that would probably be smart considering what happens if somebody gets seriously hurt next week. Right. And, and you've tied yourself into something. Like... I, I I'm not I, I don't know I'm not I'm, I'm completely speculating I don't even think we've my, seen my dirt sheet reporting is, about this. Unfortunately, like I'm not going to get my like my my hope of hopes was that like they knew who, who's like they filmed the title matches and I know they probably didn't but like my hope of hope was they did all of that and so that you would see some really good storytelling because there's no wishy washy bullshit where they're going to change their mind about something. However, I think what's more likely considering the point you just brought up now what we're going to see is like. A hundred six man tag matches and stuff, so that nobody gets hurt before the well, money in also, the bank. Match. I mean, keep in mind they're you know because they're filming two weeks at a time, they can only use who they have for the two weeks. Right. You know, like there's right. always that's, gonna, what I'm saying. Plus so that's that's, us, that's also 
that's also usually their yeah. format when they go into Money in the Bank is just kind of find tag matches, find ways to get everybody in these matches. Right, that's going to yeah. be a part of the matches. Well, and they still, like, SmackDown still has spots to fill over the next couple of weeks, so they still have a couple things to do. Look, I, I what I'm... <sighs> I think what bugs me, Aaron, is that like I, I'm all for trepidation, and, and this is the nature of what I've been as a it's fan. It's trepidation, and that's what it is. It's I, trepidation. I, I understand that, but I, I think what they're working with, what they're up against right now, and and particularly after seeing WrestleMania, I don't know how I can't. I, I have to have a positive reaction to this. I, and again, part of this is I was so low on everything leading up to when the 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 quarantine happened. That, I mean, everything just shot up for me from that moment. And I get it. The shows themselves aren't very good, like, during the week. They're not. But they're, they're fine for – I accept what they are, that they're better than nothing, which is the alternative at this point. There's a limit to what you can do in these situations, and it's fine, and I'm watching wrestling, and it's a thing. And, frankly, it's going to be a long-ass time before we're going to have crowds again, so I, I, you kind of have to get used to what this is if you're going to be a pro wrestling fan. I have to give them credit. This is so creative. This is so clever. This is an opportunity for what, frankly, let's be honest about this. Money in the Bank has become one of the top four pay-per-views of the year. Truthfully, I don't know the last time that I didn't look more forward to Money in the Bank than I did even SummerSlam, right? Like, to me, it's been number three. I would say the Rumble and Money in the Bank are, like, on equal... Almost. For me. It's really, For me. The Rumble will like, always... As, as far as what I... The Rumble's different just because you have that, and, you and know... It's, and it's been such a part of your life as a wrestling yeah. fan for so long. Like, I mean, this so, is Rumble Part 2 to me. It's in a way, yes, correct. And yeah, so for, it's, for a wrestling fan, issue, like, Rumble's different because you can invite non-wrestling fans. They'll be like, oh, cool, the Rumble. Uh, yeah, because there's every single guy. Maybe yeah. there's an old guy they throw correct. in. Right. You're right about that. So I would separate still those two. And so, they're, they're, they're you know, Mania and Rumble are the two most important. And then right afterwards. I will say, I will say this, though. This thing has brought those people in. Because all the people that are my friends that know I like wrestling that only pay attention. Because they... It's exactly what you said. They go to Royal Rumble parties and stuff, so that's when they talk about it, and then they disappear for the year. Right. These Those people are talking about this. I have not is, gotten as much just, of that as you have, but yeah, I, I had three I... people um, tell me that they're doing, like, Zoom parties with the people that they usually do Royal Rumble with. Well, I mean, I guess there's something to be said for, like, hey, it's still, it is what's on, you know, like, yeah. once you get well, past I think, the... I think it's more, like... Hey, look! All these fucking guys are going to be destroying a building. And that seems they like don't a even cool care thing. who any of the people and, are. And, you know and, what I mean? And to me, like that's the level when you're working with what you're working with. And part of this is how I graded WrestleMania. Like I still truly believe that WrestleMania was great. It was great. And a small part of that to me is what you were working with that you managed to give me something that was that quality, right? Like I, part of that is this: when you're handed this, and somebody says, "I've got an idea. Let's run with it." I am so inclined to say, holy hell, thank you. Thank you for trying something. Thank you for still attempting to make this pay-per-view, this event that really is one of our favorite of the of the entire year, still something that stands out and can be uniquely special even in this shitty fucking time. Um, yeah. I'm you, really... You know who I have no time for? I, I have no time for pearl clutchers that are like... They shouldn't do this because yeah, X, I Y, mean, Z. Like, shut up. I, yeah. I'm, I, I have no time. I don't know. I still. Like, like, I want to be very. Who are you, Mister Morally person? Right, that was right. moral person that was that watches guys get thrown off of cages <laughs> through eighteen tables. Like, I want to. I want to be clear about something. When when I say I'm worried, even if these matches end up being bad somehow, even if these matches end up, I'm still going to praise them for try. I've been saying for so long that they need to take chances. They need to do things differently. They need to film things differently. They need to think about 
you know, what can we do to take wrestling to that next step? We've done the same thing for God knows how long now that I want to see this sort of thing. So even if this ends up bombing, I'm happy that they're doing it. I'm just not immediately convinced that it's going to be the greatest thing ever. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm worried about. But as far as what they should be doing and when the fact that they've announced this, I'm happy that they've announced this. All right. My standard cannot possibly be it's the greatest thing ever. But like, There's one thing I'm disappointed about. There's only one thing that I'm disappointed about this whole thing. And that is that Braun Strowman is not in the Money in the Bank match because I wanted someone to throw him off the building. And him come back and win it. Oh, I mean, that would be that would <laughs> well, be really. Uh, that's absolutely good. Someone's getting the briefcase. They're throwing off the building, and they're coming back later and cashing in, just like when the giant got thrown off of a building <laughs> and then beat Hulk Hogan I'm, later I that night all, to win the WCW title. And, and, they, and they pretended that there was like an ocean outside of the. Uh, yes. It would actually be really great if like they openly admit that like the they're they're doing the show in Orlando while this was in in Connecticut and somehow the guy that won in Connecticut shows up at the same night and cashes in in Orlando. <laughs> like I'm not gonna lie. It would be wonderful. It would actually be really great. Now hey, we don't we don't know where it is. It's just a building correct. somewhere. It's a building somewhere in the world. It's a place it's Jetta, it's a place in your heart. A place in your heart. Uh, um that's what we're dealing with. So I'm I'm stoked. I am. I'm stoked. I'm so much more. Look, I would have been excited just because we have nothing to be excited about, right? And so like a wrestling pay-per-view at this point, like, cool, it gives me something. But I'm I am way more excited because of this. And I don't I'm not telling you I think it's going to be the most classic event that ever happens, but like it's just the idea, it's just the concept, and I have so much more faith in what they would attempt to do based on what I saw at WrestleMania than I even would have had two months ago. Like, you you get that leniency from me when the last time you showed me something like this, it was, and frankly, I also, I think I was, I thought, I think that I believe that Gargano Ciampa was better than most people thought it was. Like, I thought it was excellent. Um, I'm not thrilled that Johnny Gargano is still on NXT, and we'll get to that in a second. But, like, I thought it was really good for everything they were dealing with. I thought they 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 used something really unique and turned it into something really good. I am... I am in favor of the stuff, the non-out-of-ring stuff, and that one ended up back in the ring, that they've been doing um, ever since this whole thing started, and I'm for more of it, so um, I'm on board. Now, that being said, uh, as we alluded to, the shows still aren't great, and I I just don't think there's anything you can do about that. Um, I I really enjoyed NXT this week. I, I actually thought that show was pretty good. Uh, the other ones I wasn't super into. I, I think um, NXT was okay. Um, I, I was. I'm really into those cruiserweight matches, though. Right? For, the I matches don't know are why. Good. Like that's the th- well, the matches yeah. are good. So if you're just looking, okay, you're going to go out there, put on, you know, sort of like. Well, they're telling what a compelling from... story with with um, uh, God damn it, Drake. Yeah, and that's with Drake. That's it's weird. Let's not pretend like I, it's not I, weird. Let's talk it's about weird. this. It's weird. 100% yeah, I, weird. I have a feeling about this whole thing. I so uh, let's he's, think, he's he's winning, right? Well, <laughs> no. Is that a? I don't is think that so. a problem if he's winning. Why? Well, I guess it depends what how this all came down. Was this always kind of an idea? We're going to fire him. We're going to incorporate that in the storyline. He could have saved his job with that video. And, and, and if that's the possible. case. And that's and I think I just want to kind of know more about where this is going because it just feels weird that it's in the midst of legit firings and then his probably legit, but then turning it into a storyline as other people are looking for jobs have lost their it feels weird. 
it feels very weird and a but little I, bit uncomfortable. Well, I think it speaks to also what's going on in the world. I think there's a lot mm-hmm. of people that have a feel for it. I don't really look if if this whole thing is a work, if every ounce of it is a work, yeah, it's probably a little distasteful. Like, oh, that that would yeah. If, if we the whole, find out that he was never fired and they right. just used that, <laughs> no, that would be a problem. That would be, <laughs> that would be that a that major. Would, problem. That would be distasteful if the whole thing was a work. I, I don't, don't think it's a major problem. I agree, it's a little distasteful. It's distasteful, is what I would yes. say. Like I, you know, I get it. There's a lot of shit going on in the world, and it like it, that's just if, probably if they put him on the list that he wasn't really. Yeah, that's fired, probably right, not. Though. That's probably not yeah. content that you need to be doing right now. I, I mean, like I'm not. I'm not, again, but I'm not, not going to be legit a, fired. And then they reacted to that video saying this is our plan, but story, we can only right. pay you by the day. I'm fine with that. Yeah, I don't really have a, a issue. Well, I think that unfortunately the, the problem is everybody's still paid for another month. And so it's here's the weird part where I think Aaron actually he might actually be right about this because because it's it's weird that he was never taken out of the tournament. So like. It's not like they're reacting to it by putting him in the tournament because they, he said in the video that he was still wrestling. Right, but in it, the tournament. I, it's also totally plausible that um, they, when when you let somebody know and you say, hey, look, the reality is you're under contract for 30 days. There was a report that they had told Sarah Logan that she needed to be there for Raw on Monday night. Oh, yeah. okay. So yeah. like they had the option to continue to work. Right. A lot of them probably just didn't. But he's like, okay. Right. It's also yeah. very possible that somebody who you know is looking at what their future is going to be and thinking about you know trying to keep oh, their value. Man. You up. know what's in, do you know what's funny, Glenn, about what you're saying here? It's so WWE for them to take the one guy who did still come to work and then make him like a champion. <laughs> It's like that's such a WWE thing I mean, for them it, to do. Like, hey, look at all you dumb fucks that didn't come in. Like, this I'm is still, what you could, I'm not, you know, like, okay. One thing, I'm not as convinced as you guys that he's going to win I'm as not, much not, as not I'm not super convinced, but and, I fe- it feels and I like guess it's, that's that's the other thing. If he doesn't win and you're pushing this storyline where this is, you know, and then your real life letting him go, that's also it feels weird. That's for sure. I mean, yeah, I, he almost has to win. Like, I don't, like because they even like follow him after he loses and uh, like it's almost like because of the nature of the tournament you can also tell the story where he like loses enough to where he has to win one match to stay well, he in has it to win out from now on is it double well, what, elimination what is if everybody out? loses though they can't right, right now there's no a, like you're in a in, round, in, in, round, round. Tournament, you have to be at least one one and one that is the absolute worst you can do to win. Like if everybody it's is like one, 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 Cup, one. Right. otherwise you got to be two and one. Well, right. So couldn't everybody be one and one and then he has to win the match to so, with. Right. So we, I'm saying he has to win the next, he has two matches left in the tournament in his pod. He has oh, to win. Both. Right. Right. Um, so one of them, or one least, of them, or at least the guy's going to like fall yeah. out of the ring and get catted out or something. Right. And then something along that, those lines. Yeah. Look, I'm, I, it is weird. I'm not telling you it's not weird. I'm telling you, I think you can tell a good story in this process, even if it doesn't involve him winning. And I think that you can get a talent, a performer, to be on board with it because it gives them something high profile as they try to set their next, you know, whatever True. the next thing is going to be. Like, I think if you went to Rockstar Spud and said, hey, dude, like, this is the reality, but if you want, we're willing to put you in this program for a little while. You might not ultimately win but we're going to give you a few more matches, a few more weeks on TV, and that could do you well as you look for whatever it is you're going to do next, there's a real chance that he would say back, yeah, that's best for me in my life right now, is to do something like that. Is it 
is it necessary? It's no, it's not necessary. Um, is it uh, is it inhumane? I don't think it's inhumane either. I think these are the. It's reality- not inhumane, obviously, because obviously Spud's going with this. Well, of course, like, but but unfortunately, a lot of people go along with a lot of really shitty things sometimes in this business, right? Like poor John has to go to work despite when when he's being forced to uh, these days by the WWE. He's you know he's 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 af- afraid of his job. John Cena has to go send a letter to somebody because <laughs> he's so terrified John, of losing his John job. Cone right. has to, uh, Johnny Cohn, yeah. John Gargano, John, John Morrison's out here doing parkour, and then he's got to send a letter because he's terrified he's going to lose his job. You you know, know, he I lost actually, his titles. The Glenn, poor guy. I, I think. I'm looking at the at the groups, and I think I agree with you. I think like there's a lot of value to Drake Maverick if he goes if he beats Tony Nese. They gotta let him beat Tony Nese, and then he has like a five star match with Kushida and loses. Like that yeah, could when, be, or, or if they even put him into the knockout round. You know what I mean? Like, and and he loses. What's no- Wait, what's that mean? I, I I thought it was just the two pod winners face each other in the final. Well, they could always oh, change. Just, they can yeah. change it, obviously. Yeah. I, I I didn't realize they were only doing one from each pod. I thought there might have been like a semifinal. Yeah, um, I, I think right now, according to what they've said, it's just the finalists from each okay. pod. All right, but. all right. Then, I mean, take Derek Maverick out of this. You have to do Phantasma versus Kushida. I mean, one hundred percent. It feels you that can't way. do any of these other people. I mean, well, I it's love also, all of these guys. Not just that, but you rushed. You know, you were pl- planning on doing something completely different with Phantasma. You, you know, he was wrestling unmasked as Jorge Bali, and now all of a sudden he's in there as Eho Del Phantasma. But you also rushed Jake Atlas in this process too, right? So, but they didn't. They didn't. They, I mean, they, they pushed did. him in there, but they didn't completely change what they were. I understand, but you still rushed it. Like they didn't. They, Jake well, Atlas got no time. Something but, else is going on with Phantasma because well, he's yes, the first and, and person we, to escape the. Uh, the yes. parking lot no one should ever stand Obviously, in. Like, that's just clear. don't stand there. <laughs> like, can we just not stand there anymore? Because you will be attacked by masked men. It, it would seem wise. To know it's never always the same park. exact place. <laughs> Look, I mean, I, I, again, none of this I'm saying makes... It's all weird. It's all a little uncomfortable. It's all a little awkward. But everything about the world is a little awkward at the moment. And it might also be that, like, they've told some of the people that they release, like, look, we don't know where we're going to be in six months. And there's a chance that, you know, I brought up Sarah Logan's name, Logan's name earlier. Some of the dirt sheet stuff says there were rumors that after they made their decisions, they started thinking about whether or not they might want to keep her. Um, yeah. And, that, and that's what we talked about last week. Like, that, that makes more sense to me than her just being gone, right? Yeah, like, I mean, it makes more sense. And it might be that they, like, the nature of being an independent contractor is we can't furlough you. It just doesn't work that way. Um, but we can tell you, hey, you're being released. And if the world looks different six months from now, then maybe there's an opportunity that we would bring you back in in six months. It's just the reality is we have to make our budgets right now. And we can't use everybody because we don't have house shows. Um, it's just the reality of the circumstances. I don't know. I can't. I, all of this I mean, there's is- another possibility too. It, it, it's that, like, you know, sometimes like in the sports world, a release is just a reason to renegotiate someone's contract down the road. Then, yeah, particularly in baseball. But with, with these guys, no one's renegotiating their contracts for the well, most we don't, part. We don't know that. I mean, we don't we're, know anything. We're vaguely sure of the close enough parameters of their deals, and most of these guys were kind of near the bottom rung. Right, well, but there wasn't. Like, right, l- there wasn't a lot like of money. If Zach Ryder's making a hundred grand, and they said, "Okay, we'll, we'll we'll pay you an appearance fee," but you know, but we're not going to do this hundred grand guaranteed anymore. Like it's it's possible they'll do something like that. I'm not saying they are, or they aren't. I'm just saying I think anything's possible. Well, I, I I think that the, you know, we keep using the term unprecedented. I think everything is unprecedented right. at the moment, 
And if they went to, J- to, to Drake Maverick and said, look, dude, this is the reality for now, but we're still willing to use you for the next 30 days if you're willing to work and, you know, maintain a relationship and we like you and I, we can't promise you anything because this is just the nature of the beast. But, like, if you want to go to work, if you, if you find other work in the meantime, by all means, take the other work. Um, I, I just don't know. I don't know enough about these situations uniquely. And nobody has come out particularly nuclear about this, um, you know, not even the revival. It really hasn't been nuclear. It's been a completely different thing, and they weren't part of this most recent right, one. Their right. situation was far different. So nobody's been very nuclear in their reaction. Some of that might just be them being smart and knowing they don't want to burn bridges, but it might also be that nobody was done dirty in the process, that everybody knows what's happening in the world and how many people are out of work at the moment, and perhaps it was... It was you know, given the message was given to some, hey, look, we're not telling you it's it's goodbye forever. We're telling you right now we can't do it this way and we'll be in touch, you know, at, at some point, which doesn't, like, it doesn't help you. It doesn't make you feel better in the moment, but it just might be the reality of the circumstances as it is in radio, as it is in TV, is frankly, it's starting to be in athletics. You know, like, uh, a lot of people in college athletics are starting to lose jobs at the moment, but at the moment, right? Like, that we don't necessarily need to have this 16th person doing video when there's nothing to do video of right now. And we don't know if there's going to be football and we already lost the basketball tournament. So, you know, I, I, that's the sense that I get. And I'm not, I'm not too worked about, about the Drake Maverick thing. And, you know, if they have a win, they have a win. It's cool. Right? Like, again, the only thing that's distasteful is if you fake the whole thing, you know, allowed people to report yeah. that he was being fired. And then like, you know, that's, that's shitty. That would be shitty if that was the case. If they Particularly whenever he posted that video and like the world was go- coming behind him. Right. Right. Yeah. If it, yeah. Anyway. Yes. I, I, it's just all very interesting. And then the last thing I want to say, like the cruiserweight uh, tournament has had some really good matches, and I'm looking forward to the matches to come, considering all these guys. But it is kind of interesting that you have a whole show. There's a whole show about the cruiserweights, and none of these matches are happening well, on it because there is no like. It exists, but it's not. But it's a like show. why? Like, well, I mean, like, they have. There's a reason they. It? they it's, there's a reason they turned it to the NXT Cruiserweight title. But uh, instead but of the show like, is still on. Is it is weird. weird it is weird that the show is still on, considering they have completely stopped promoting it. They have yeah. completely stopped. Like they they have acknowledged it's over. <laughs> like there is right. no 205 Live yeah. anymore. But they won't just acknowledge that it's over. Um, it, it's weird. I'm not so know. yeah. Okay, I guess the weirdness is that they're still running the show, not that yeah. these matches are on NXT. Right. It's like okay. we, they've made it very apparent that it's the NXT cruiserweight title, and they've put this tournament on there. But it's weird that still have the show right. what, that what is, is technically what is the purpose. Yes. What is what is the purpose? And it's completely of... different people. I guess. Like I'm looking at the results, and it's like Danny Birch and. Brian Kendrick and Oni Lorkin and I mean I guess Tony Nice was on but like they're kind of keeping like the guys that are in the tournament on away from it a little bit. Well, they might it's, as well rename if they want to keep it's, doing it's, that show. They might 205 as well. Live right now is the Cruiserweight main event. Right, correct. And they might as like, well that's just what it is. they might as well just abandon the Cruiserweight aspect to it and just call it main event or call it superstars or something like that and have another hour of TV for guys that don't get on TV and to do you know whatever you're gonna do, and when, when, I don't know if I'm alone. Like I don't know if I'm alone in this because I know, you know, no one really watched 205 Live. But like, I mean, I watched it for the I first per- couple of months. 
but I personally, there's a lot of guys I personally want to see that are on 205 Live. I just can't watch another show. So I'm kind of happy to see like a Jack Gallagher match on NXT. You know, I mean, I love Jack Gallagher. He looks so different. I was like, oh, wow. Like, you know, I've always been a fan of him and, and it's cool to see him. See him on a show I watch. <laughs> it's the story of the cruiserweight division. A lot of guys we like, a lot of guys we like to see in the ring, but they never gave us any storylines or any character development or really much of anything to re- to watch any reason to watch other than simply these guys are awesome. Go watch them wrestle. No and the most interesting guys they poach immediately and put them on Raw. <laughs> you know, uh, like, in, in, like, in particular, the, in the Drew last... Gulak made a character out of himself. They're like, all right, we yeah. need you. Goodbye. The last you know? the last like, year, I mean, like it's yes, no question. They've they've started getting rid of him, and then part of it is. They just they clearly abandoned it. They clearly abandoned, you know. They they moved SmackDown to Friday nights. They I I, I guess I they mean, just... that that's the that's that was the nail in the coffin, yeah. right? I mean, the second be... they did that, it was impossible to do that show anymore. I it just it, in a way it doesn't make sense, right? Like why why couldn't you just have that show at ten o'clock on Friday night and try to get people to tune in as the post SmackDown show? But. I, I, don't I mean, they did. They did. They tried to do that. I think. I think the biggest seemed, problem. It never with seemed it, like we, they really. We tried don't even to do need it. to talk about it anymore. Yeah. The biggest problem was it was they needed it to be live. That is the show that does not need to be. It's like if you pick all their, if you take all their shows and you rank them in order of which ones need to be live, that is the last one. Oh, correct. That show they does could, not need. They to could be absolutely live. tape it from seven to eight on Wednesday night at the NXT. And it would arena. make the crowd better yeah. at the show no when there is a crowd. Yeah, we. I mean, really, the the best thing that would have happened to them is you guys wouldn't even NXT. stay for it, and you right. care. Attach it to NXT, get it in full sale where that crowd We've cares. Said that. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. We've do it, said that. Do it seven to eight on Wednesday night. Tape it yeah. then. Air it, and either air it live. Like I think it'd be no problem, especially once you moved um, NXT off of the WWE Network. It would be an hour of network programming. So do it live from seven to eight. By, um, by the way, if you just don't consider the branding, like to take the branding out of your head. That's exactly what they did. NXT and 205 Live essentially were the same. You know, they they you could argue there was about an hour of content that was 205 Live on uh, NXT on, on this week. Yes, sure. correct. So here are yeah. my here are my issues with NXT this week. We're gonna um, fight about this. I know we are. Two issues. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm gonna say something. The first, the first, the, I'll, I'll speak to the Gargano thing only because I brought it up already. I don't like Johnny Gargano still being on NXT, and I explained my reasoning last week, but. I, I, it's not that I didn't think the segment was good. I thought it was good. I thought he and Candice both looked strong. I mean, it's the first time we really saw what a Candice heel character looks like. Um, and I thought they they both looked great. The problem being, like, I, you, this thing that you can say you can keep these guys separated, I don't believe you. I don't believe that you can keep these guys separated. I don't believe it for a second. Now... Maybe for a little while, because we're in this weird world, you can keep them separated. But it's almost like you had to keep you know the Champa's angle off of TV this week because you were doing the Gargano angle instead, and that was problematic because the hottest thing that happened on your show last week, it's like it didn't exist this week on television. No, they mentioned they, it. They, they, they mentioned they had the, it. The there was a Killer segment. Cross and Scarlet Vignette. Yeah. The, that's it's a minimal. It's so no, I, I minimal. agree. It should have been more. There was something people were. It's I'm the pretty hottest sure we're thing. Tuning in for correct to it's find the out more about. Thing you're doing. But I mean, as far as Gargano moving, it's like I said last week. Like you did something that was a major character point, specifically for Candice, yeah. to then abandon that immediately. Yes. 
it would again you could do it because as you said it doesn't matter what you do in nxt when you hit smackdown but to do such a major character point for no reason would have felt off to me. what so now but, what so now- well hold on i'll tell you now what because i told you last week that this is what was going to happen they're going to do these video things for like multiple weeks how is that good I didn't say it was good or That's bad. That's the problem. I, I, mean, I enjoyed this week's segment, so how is it bad? But it was the first think, one. It was new. It was different. I don't need okay. any more of that. I think I think you're going to see – This is. My, I, I felt as I was watching this that like they, they're following exactly what I thought was going to happen last week, which was that the one way they could keep him on NXT is if they do this with these vignettes – and he eventually goes into the title picture when Velveteen Dream wins the belt. And that's exactly what this feels like to me now. Like, I'm 100% certain that's what's happening. And what's even more interesting is that means you've got Charlotte and Candice LeRae headed toward each other. Or the, the better story is that you have EO beat her. And then you have EO Candice because didn't EO turn her back on Candice? Wasn't that how EO turned heel? Here's the problem is with the Charlotte Charlotte thing specifically, like, and I know that the face heel dynamics, and we've talked about this before, especially with no crowd, they're kind of, they're definitely muddling it a lot. wildly up in the air there. Yeah. Charlotte cut a heel promo, period. Well, because they're turning EO face so that Candace can fight EO. and that okay, and so you're saying EO be, while that's happening, and then EO gets out of Candace and moves to Charlotte without. So I, I was saying no, specifically for I Cand- think EO beats Charlotte for the title. Oh, and then oh, oh, I got Candace you, I got goes you. to EO because she wants to avenge because EO's who she she turned heel on Candace, correct? Right. That's the whole story. hundred. I'm. I would bet money that that's where it's going. Because you can't, that's, you can't that's bring up that EO story. turned heel on Candace because you're you've reversed it at this point. Yes, you can, because their whole story is all these bad people wronged us. That's the whole story of Johnny Gargano and, and Candice LeRae. So they're totally going to bring that up. They're going to say she turned on her and blah, blah, blah. all these bad people. We're the good guys. That's their whole thing. I, yeah. I, I, I get the story. When are you doing this? It I mean, doesn't. Like, what does it matter? It They've matters because you, the world. you've got Johnny Gargano coming off his... Over overwhelmingly, oh, oh, Gar- Gargano. He's he saying is how long they keep him off TV on a regular well, that's basis. The problem. First of all, first of all, I think he's saying Gargano is first in line when Dream wins the title. So, mm-hmm. so what are you doing with Undisputed Era at that point? Apparently, you're moving to something with uh, Dexter Loomis. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> okay, no. that was the weirdest. Yeah, thing it's weird ever. as shit, and like that's that's not a that, <laughs> that's not a thing. I'm sorry. Like, it's, like that's the one thing that I was like, wait, what? The, what when, are we doing? When I'm talking about messing with the face heel dynamics, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I listen. I laughed out loud because I, I I thought about all the times that like you guys bring that up, and then I'm the one defending, <laughs> and I can't defend. <laughs> the only thing I will say is that it's interesting that it's with Dream. Because they're both fucking weirdos. Yeah. And if, if that's if that's the one the thing you're going for, I guess he could they <laughs> I don't know what the when he popped up on the apron, I literally like laughed. Like I was like, wait, what? I, I mean great I have camera no- shooting, by the way. That was oh, a great, great visual. Look, yeah. I have no idea what's going on, but I, like nobody is signing up at the moment for Dexter Loomis and Adam Cole. Nobody is <laughs> nobody is looking for that. Now 
The answer could be that somehow this all becomes a really bizarre way to split up Undisputed Era, and so that's what well, gets like it. He fucks with them. Like yes, he's like that, the like, one that like somehow he's just saying every storyline is the storyline that's going to break up Undisputed Era for over a year now. But how else are you? I'm not saying this is not related to Dexter Loomis specifically. <laughs> Tell me the world. Shouldn't everything be? He's, which, the, he's the focal point of the main I, event I, of I NXT. Un- I understand. What are you doing to get Adam Cole away from the championship picture? Why would he be more inclined to do something else than he would be to be the champion? And it seems like there's only two ways to do it. One is to say, okay, well, we didn't move Gargano up because we're moving Undisputed Era up, or at least we're moving Adam Cole up, right? Or it's because this is finally the moment where you're breaking up Undisputed Era. It doesn't seem like there's much of anything else at this point that you could sell as being relevant or interesting enough that it would warrant that character caring more about that than they care about the championship. I'll I'll say this from a purely structural standpoint here, whether or not this should be happening, whether or not it's good enough to be happening. If you have a complete psychopath terrorizing your life, that's a good reason to not be paying, not to pay attention to the title for a little bit. If you're looking for a, again, simply why are you not paying attention (laughs) to the title? You have a psychopath. All right. So if all of this is, if all of this is predicated on Dexter Loomis versus Adam Cole, I'm going right to where I started with, with this is very bad. This is very well, bad. Wait, wait, wait. I think okay. we're missing a, a point here because I, th- I, I wonder if this has more to do with the dream than it does Adam Cole, because somebody beat up Finn Balor, right? So in theory, it probably was Dexter Loomis, right? I they were heavily hinting it was Undisputed Era. Well, but... that would be the red herring. Is that 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 looks like the obvious? person right right so because nobody was like really gloating about it it was just kind of like oh i guess you thought you were gonna be the number i mean it didn't feel like they were taking credit for it in a way that you were like they definitely did this so like i just wonder if this is the way to not give i mean to go against what i said earlier what if this is the way to not give the dream the title you know, what if the, and not that I'm saying this is good either, but like, what if this is a weird side feud to sort of like prolong well, him then, winning the title but, for another couple but then of months? Who are you the problem dark... is you're running out of faces to face Adam Cole. Well, but that's like now, now the point of what you said they're doing with Johnny Gargano is completely blown. No, I know. Up. I'm just, I'm just saying, I'm, I'm not saying that that's the case. I'm just saying this Dexter Loomis thing is weird and I don't well, know what they're doing weird, with it. But... And I'm wondering if it's a way to. But listen, that's what I'm saying. I wonder if it's just a way to get him a, a a match and a win and push it, push everything further to try to get to the audience. You know what I mean? Like, I wonder how much vamping is happening in their storytelling right now. Like, because we're all operating on their full steam ahead. I don't know if they 100% are. Like, if you are getting the Gargano dream thing, I mean, I can't imagine they want that in an empty audience well, but I you think know we're also dealing with the fact that we just don't know when they're not going to be able to do an empty audience again and like well, right they, they, and, they but can't... i wonder in their warped minds if they think okay september 5th we're good or well, whatever they're they're right now probably they have two contingencies in play they have all right here's the ideal situation SummerSlam. that's our big you know our big return that we're going to have a takeover that weekend we're going to be in boston but somewhere in the pages they definitely have a backup plan they definitely have all right 
what if it's not? Uh, we can't but this, push this too far down the road. Like we can't kid ourselves either. There, there's enough to know. They're not. Maybe there might be human beings allowed in buildings in in August. Like there's there's no world in which they're going to have packed arenas in August. It's not happening. No. Like there's nothing. No. There is absolutely even in your hopeful world. There's no world in which you can think that you're going to have um, a, a regular SummerSlam. NXT. Like the hopeful world is football to empty stadiums. That's or, the or, or being Well, allowed. and I, I think in Florida specifically, you know what? Actually, let me take that back. Their hope by SummerSlam time, allow people in the performance center or in full sale. Well, right. but it still seems like at this point. In Florida, I could absolutely see that happen. Yeah, I still feel like it's a stretch. I'm not. I'm not saying a full stadium, but I'm saying if you tell me that they'll allow 50 oh, people, I, 100 no, right, people. That's, I think that you're going to get, and, and it could be that by SummerSlam, you're in a place where you can get the one-sixth capacity um, being allowed into an uh, an event, a venue, right? Like that, the NFL. I'm telling you right now. I bet you Vince McMahon is talking to the governor of Georgia and South Carolina. Of course, I mean he's talking to all of those <laughs> right now, but, saying, but the, "Hey, you guys at, don't give a shit about people's well beings." Let's uh, Vegas. That's, that's certainly yeah. that's certainly part of it. There's no doubt. But even in those circumstances, they're saying, "But events will still have to have social." Even the crazies are still saying, "We're not. We're not." We, like we're doing this, but we're doing it with social distancing, right? Like, n- there's nobody that's just flat out saying every. There's no rules, no, no nothing. N- nobody's going that route. Here's um, the thing: like the the business I'm in, and 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 the kind of shows I do on a regular basis, this is not possible, right? right? You, you can't. However, do, yes. however, seated arenas, it is possible. It's just a huge pain in the ass, and you have to have a lot of faith in people. So essentially, you could do every other row, and that's every and that's seat. what everybody's looking been looking into is how you can make this work with right. a less capacity crowd. Now it's going to be noticeable, and that's part of the problem, right? Like it for a football game, you don't have to keep showing the crowd. You don't. You're not living. Yes, the reactions are cool, but you can just show the football. Like you have the option of doing that in wrestling. The like, part of having the crowd there is because you want them to be part of the story. And when you're panning to a crowd and it's 60% empty, you're just not going to get the same thing. So if you're predicating your decision-making on what well, we want is to be this big moment with the crowd, that ain't coming anytime soon. I mean, that's not coming... Well, we, we don't think that. And I'm just... I'm, I, I'm trying to... Here's I'm the other to... question in your world. Is Gargano Dream something that they're desperately trying to get in front of a crowd? Like, that's a good moment. I'm, I'm looking forward to that moment. But it's not a, you know, blow-off to Gargano Champa. You know, which they did didn't do in front of a crowd. Granted, they put the wheels in motion beforehand. Right. And, like, I, I don't and know if there's Garga- still a, a there's still Look, an I love I love Garga- that that happens. Oh sure. Oh, that's going to happen at some point. Yeah. There's a yeah. reason that they did that way. Well, but yeah, exactly. So so vamping. that's kind of. So my question is: Is Gargano dream a moment that they feel they have to get in front of a crowd? No, no, no. I'm not saying they do. I'm just saying I wonder if I'm. I'm just trying to say in a general sense. I wonder if a lot because like there's two things happening. There's like what I think is going to happen in their storytelling, and then how they how they get there, right? So like I think that eventually happens. I have no idea when or where or how long it takes or whether it's a long term or short term. I just feel like that feels right to me. The other conversation is. What things do they do? They think they have to wait for things, or do they think they have to prolong things because they think they can get to crowds in October or something. Like I don't think that's going to happen. But like if they've talked to the Florida the Florida governor and he said, "I think you can do a crowd in November," like then you start to say, "Okay, 
this gets us to there or whatever. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, who but knows? Keep, but keep, or they could just be going full steam ahead. Right. That's what I said that earlier. Way, keep, I don't keep know in what mind, they're doing, but some of this feels a little bit like stalling. That's, uh, I think that the cruiserweight championship thing is a hundred percent stalling. That was just of, to fill the show it, with it, good matches. It kind of is, but at the same time, it's also. I think we're saying stalling. What we really mean is they're dealing with their own realities, too. They're dealing with the realities of trying to get people places and what they're capable of doing and who can't be here because they're overseas and all of the realities that everybody else is dealing with, they've got to incorporate now into their storytelling, right? Like, they're in this weird spot where we don't really know what's going on with, like, the tag team championships on NXT, like they're, they're they're pretending like Matt Riddle and Pete Dunne are the champions. Well, when's Pete Dunne going to be allowed to be here again? Like, wh- when is that going to occur? Because we can keep doing this and having fun and being like, oh, well, we're not really. But like, at some point, it's just awkward because at some point, Matt Riddle and Timothy Thatcher are as much of a team t- tag team as Pete Dunne and Matt Riddle have ever been. Well, um, I, I think that's leading to a match, by the way. It, With it, it, Thatcher I, and Dunne, cool, yeah, awesome, yeah. no, Wonderful. no, Thatcher and Matt Riddle. Oh, you're going the opposite way. Gotcha. Well, until well, they I, get done there, right, then I mean, I'm, when, I'm sure that'll when, happen. When oh, oh, you, oh, so you're saying they drop the titles, which means you don't even have to worry about done. I don't being know if they drop okay. the titles, but I certainly think he gets attacked at some point. I, I don't think right, that Timmy Thatcher's it, playing nice guy. Right, forever, no, it does seem know? like they're doing like an awkward frenemies bit. Like I'm not, I don't disagree with that, but like they're dealing with their own realities in these circumstances, which are we don't know when we can do anything right now. But listen, yeah. if they did what I just said, right? That's stalling 101 right there i mean that's that that gets you four weeks of programming to something that you just made up to get four weeks of programming like they wouldn't have done that if they weren't in this situation right so they probably said hey we can put this guy with him they'll defend the titles a couple times matt he'll think matt riddle's goofy beat him up then they'll fight and that'll take six weeks you know (laughs) then we don't have to do anything with the tag titles sure i'm not so sure those conversations aren't being had you know where it's like how do we get six weeks out of this or how do we get five weeks out of it and just but keep kicking the can I, down the hallway well okay i think we're talking about two different things i think that when you say stalling it's stalling it's dragging something out so you can do something else at a certain time and i just don't think that that maybe not maybe not i mean maybe, yeah, maybe I, they just have a loose sketch of like here are the things we want to do but not yet let's get five let's get five more weeks out of not doing that let's yeah. get seven more weeks of not doing that i mean like i I don't know. I, I'm just spitballing here, no, but I, mean, I, I don't. Right. I, I I do not think that. I think that if we had crowds, these shows, aside from the conventions of the Money in the Bank match and things like that, I think these shows are very different in who's doing of course what. They are, but it, again, yes. I think there's two different reasons why they're different. If they're they they could be different because there's nobody there, but they could also be different simply because. The, the realities of who's available to them, what those people like, they're not right. And we Lord, don't know who. Yeah, Lord exactly. knows when Roman Reigns is going to be a part of WWE television yeah. again. It was the, the reports that just, they won't even talk, right. say his name. Right. Just looking, just looking at NXT. You know, they were heavily involving UK Walter, Pete Dunne. Right. You know, all of these guys. They were starting to heavily use in NXT, and now they can't. I mean, there's just a lot of shit. Oh yeah. I mean, obviously, like they had to pivot Finn Balor away from Walter because they just right. can't do the match. And at some and we point, we were all dying to see that. At some point, they might say, "Okay, well, we're the you know travel restrictions have been loosened. We're allowed to do this, but." If if we send them back, when can we have them again? Like, it, there's going to be a lot of this type of shit that they're dealing with uh, on every level. That's going to be awkward for some time, 
And at some point, you just kind of have to do your show. You just kind of have to do whatever you can, right. which goes back to and We got the fake, uh, what, what, the, the, everybody forget that Finn Balor was turning face and right. he's just a heel again. Right. I mean, there's going to be a lot of that. There's going to be a lot of that. Um, all right, quickly from Raw and SmackDown um, before we wrap up. We do need to also talk to Adam Thornstow here uh, this week. Uh, but quickly from Raw and SmackDown. Um, kind of weird that they pivoted to the New Day, kind of. Um, yeah, I was really taken aback by that. I, I don't I don't I don't know. I I really don't know what I don't to know why we're defending the titles this way. I don't know why we're changing the titles in a match like this. I'm confused by the whole thing. I, I think it goes back to kind of what you guys were saying before WrestleMania that with these three teams in the picture it almost doesn't matter who the champion is. So there it wouldn't shock me to see that title bounce around like four times in the next But why months. in a singles match and is this is this the beginning of the storyline of like, hey, John Morrison won his match and the Miz didn't kind of thing? There's no. Where do you go with them though? Like right now, I don't, if, I don't if know. we're talking saying, about being, it is in- interesting that they had him, John Morrison, win, but the Miz lose, and I wonder if it's more about that than the New Day winning the titles. Maybe. Because otherwise, why do you do another singles match? Do you know what I mean? They had the teams. Everybody's healthy. I don't know if you well, could do six could, people at could the same time, as, but you certainly could do two on two. It could be as much as, oh, you know? look, here, here's a good way to get another 20 minutes out of this, as we were kind of just talking about. Then why do you change that? Oh, you're saying because it's just going to be musical titles? Yeah, it's, it's going to be musical titles. Absolutely. Okay. It, gives, it gives, again, just like the Cruiserweight tournament here, you didn't need to do a Cruiserweight tournament, but what that does, it gives you a whole lot of content. You have these teams feud with each other in various ways for the next yeah. two or three months. Boom. That's fair. I just wonder if Vince McMahon sat there watching that ladder match and was like, nope, I want John Morrison now as a singles guy. I think it's very possible. Maybe. 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 I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I really don't. Look, I'm not I'm not mad about it in any way. It's I mean and think about how many matches you could do Morrison and Andrade and you know, like there's a lot there for him. Don't you think you have Andrade and them doing enough right now? Well, Don't you can, think right uh, now? You, you have to. <laughs> yeah, hey, yeah. Plus, they're on different shows. How could they possibly get to the other show? Yeah. Come on. Don't you well, think the, you got the Miz and, and, and the Miz and Morrison have a loser lease SmackDown match? <laughs> or, you know, they have a shakeup. Oh, yeah. Well, the, 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 so they have extra draft picks. Listen, Austin Theory is on, more, is on Raw more than, like, anyone on the roster. Like, he yeah. is on Raw so much. <laughs> And they do this weird thing where, like, they don't always come out with each other, which is a little bizarre. Like, sometimes Angel Garza fights and comes out alone. The whole way they handled that stable this week was a little weird. It's very weird. I get get that they're supposed to, you know, their heels are supposed to be a little bit cowardly. But when's the last time you saw a new stable refuse to try to get a three-on-one beatdown? Like, does that ever happen? What's that about? And then then McIntyre completely embarrassed them at the end of the show. At the end of the show and at the beginning of the show, and you know, they completely defanged them already. And it's the match. only one to win out of them. And yeah, um, dude, I, 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 I don't know what to say about this. Um, <laughs> I, I really, I really don't. I, I just genuinely don't know what to say. Look, look, the truth is they're all great. Um, I love the interaction between Zelina and Alistair Black this week. I thought that was That's tremendous. Um, oh yeah. I don't know what that else match to say. was actually pretty good. Yeah, it was. I like I, I think all of these matches 
have been good this week. Yeah, for the most part, it just it just feels like you're kind of chugging along, and like that's the it's not I, when I say that I don't think the show's been particularly good. I'm not saying they've been terrible. It just sort of feels like things that are ha- like okay, it's happening. You know, like okay, this is something that's happening now, and that's it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Um, better than watching nothing, as I said to begin with. It's, I, I do think they have created a problem on Raw. They have created, out of the, all of this craziness, they thought they were just throwing a couple of people into something, and they've created a problem because these guys are embarrassing every tag team on the roster, and it's Ricochet and Cedric Alexander. If they don't do something with that, they are making a huge mistake because these guys are outperforming everyone Cedric Alexander has been outperforming everybody for three years now oh I know that hasn't done anything I I don't I mean how can you put these tag teams on and then you you put tag teams on you put Ricochet and Cedric into a match with them they lose they go back down the ladder they rinse and repeat they've been winning now yeah they win until they face the titles like this is what always happens with these guys I just, I just don't know how you show them on TV. Like, I feel like they're making the street profits look bad. Like, how can you have these two guys and then you have the street profits as your champions and they're, they're just, they're above and beyond better. And, and it's like the ninety percent of the reason is these guys have no business being in a tag team, but <laughs> the fact that they are, it's like. Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll disagree with the above and beyond better because I still think the Street Profits are an absolutely wonderful tag team. And as a tag team, like Ricochet and Cedric are awesome, but they're two singles guys in a tag team, and and it shows when they're wrestling. Yeah, they can do some double teams and stuff, but like they're not a you know a, what you think of when you think of a really cohesive tag team. But and the, the Street the Profits issue have- for me is that you take Angelo Dawkins stands out like a sore thumb out of those four guys, like. He's not that great. And his partner is fantastic. Montez Ford is is great. Ricochet and Cedric Alexander are so much better. And it's it's very apparent. Like I, I just I just think it's 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 hard because normally when they do this with people, it's kind of like, okay, maybe it ends up being Seamus and Cesaro and 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 it's a different kind of thing. These guys are like lightening up the 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 show. You know, I mean they're doing things that like no one can do. And but that's the I, story of Cedric and Ricochet. They've always done stuff that no one else could do, and it's never led to anything. So why should I believe that it's happening now? Yeah, I pro- I'm probably. I'm not to- saying you should believe it. I I don't think it is. I'm saying they're creating a problem. I, I think see, I, don't, put, I don't. I don't view it as. How a do you problem. put those guys on TV and then argue that any other tag team? How do you looks put good? Cedric on the TV for three years now and argue because that he's he small been- and you could argue so Seamus like kicks his fucking head off? I think it's a whole different thing. I think when you have them as a team. Doing things that like in like no other team can do that are, are against like they're like when they lose to the Viking Raiders that makes sense because the Viking Raiders are huge and can rip your head off right if they go and lose to like like if they would have lost to these two scrubs like you'd be like okay now you're just this doesn't even believable anymore you but know it's, it's you know, the they're, believability they're, of it right well that's what they're doing they're having them beat up these lesser teams and then they'll enter the world of the viking raiders and the street profits and and you know yeah, all au- those guys if, and they'll lose if the authors of pain haven't perished somehow which well yeah. one of them's injured yeah where are they what's one of them's injured yeah. one of them's injured yeah oh okay that, right. that's why they that's why they kind of got rid of the Rollins stable and brought in Los Angobernables yeah, it just makes me so sad watching these guys. It's like, come on, like, look at this shit. <laughs> they're, 
Look, I'm going to say. Why, why build up Ricochet to lose in one move to Brock Lesnar? Oh, you know? well, that's, that's like, Brock Lesnar. I mean, there's, there's no logic of, when it comes a, to Brock Lesnar. There's a lot so. of stories. There's a lot of stories that make no damn sense, man. There's right. just the reality. Um, uh, let's touch on Dynamite real quick. Um, wait, 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 wait. Yeah. Oscar. Oh, I mean, we've said it a billion times, dude. <laughs> like, we're just All star of the quarantine. Yeah, so we're just going to keep saying it. Like, there, there is one other thing we should talk about on Raw. I, I don't know if there's much to say on it, but it's it's gotten a lot of social media oh, talk. Naya, Naya, Naya. Yeah. I don't even know what what what, what I don't. So even... she like killed Kyrie saying, and you can hear her saying, "I'm not set, I'm not set," and she throws her into the turnbuckle anyway. All right, oh, so there was the buckle bomb. Kyrie came up way short, hit her head on the buckle, and they, there's been a number of directions to go with it. You have uh, former wrestlers, guys like Bully Ray, Tommy Dreamer, the Busted Open crew, saying, first of all, the buckle bomb is just an inherently unsafe move. It's not worth it, and it should be banned the same way the pile driver is banned. You have some people pointing at Nia, saying Nia's reckless, she's yeah, unsafe, she's, she's, she's you know, all history, that stuff. Right. All right. And and yeah, that's where kind of the the two main threads have gone. There's been a couple side threads here and there, and you know, is being sad that Kyrie's probably gone when her contract runs out and going back to Japan. Yeah. But those are, mean, those are the two main branches. I was were the by Buckle this whole, Bomb and Nia. I was bummed by this whole thing because I like Nia Jax and I like Kyrie Sane. Um, I know I'm in the minority. A lot of uh, people that we might rub elbows with and talk about wrestling don't like Nia Jax. I, I think there's a lot of value in what she can bring to the women's division. Although the, I, it, it's hard to watch this and, and say that she, I don't want to be hyperbolic about it. Just watch it. It's to, hard to watch to, and understand how it happened. Yeah. To, to be perfectly fair tonight, it might, it, it sounded like I'm not set. I'm not set. And if that was the case, then yes, there's no, trying, hang on. I'm no trying, I'm trying to, I'm trying to play the, but audio. listen, there's stop, 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 stop. Okay, I'm trying to play the audio. I'm trying to play the audio to see if strength, as you can see, of Nia Jax. Oh, oh my God, the back. I, mean, I go right before there. Um, there, there's apparently a Japanese phrase that would sl- that would sound a bit like "I'm not set," which means "let me down, let me down." Like she was saying it as in character as a heel, like "let me down, you jerk" type thing. Okay. Oh well, then if that's what it, so I mean, th- there there is some speculation that that might have been it, but. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure what to make of that. I'm not. I'm just not sure what to make of that. Um, and because of that, I, I don't really want to say too much. I, I right. It's a little. Too, yeah, that's where I am. Too. I'm like, I, it's hard to watch and say that looks great. You know, <laughs> like, I, I do think it was interesting hearing some of these former wrestlers coming out and saying the buckle bomb just it, it's not a move. Uh, let's. I'll have that argument. Yes, yeah, I, sure. I agree with you. Right. Just don't do that move. Yeah, yeah, I'll listen to that. I'll listen to that. Yeah, 100%. yeah. But I, but I, I like Nia Jackson. Uh, I, I'm and not going to say anything look, bad maybe about she, Jackson. Maybe this was particularly dangerous, and maybe she did screw up. I just don't know enough. I don't know but enough. She to obviously be able didn't to... book the, the move. You know what I mean? Like, and that's the you other assume, thing people right? have to remember is you like, assume. there's producers that write these matches, particularly for people like this. She's not in there calling it in the ring. You know what I mean? So, uh, it is what it is. All right, uh, quickly, Dynamite. Um, it's bad. I, don't, I mean, I don't know what to say. It's bad. It's bad. It's it's flat out bad. Um, there is absolutely no world in which you'd be building an angle or building an entire night around a, a Dustin Rhodes match in 2020. That's 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 horrendous. That's well, let's terrible. let's just start from the beginning. The Cody promo at the beginning was awful. It's awful. It's, it, I mean, uh, listen. It, it reeks. It reeks oh, of God. we just don't have like, enough content. We we need something. 
Um, dude, dude, you're in this tournament and you're talking about it like you're an outsider. It's it's terrible. It's just terrible. It's I, and I'm sympathetic. I'm sympathetic to what's going on. It. I, none of this makes a fucking lick of sense. If, if Chris Jericho wasn't in this Matt Hardy thing, I wouldn't give two shits about this either. Right. Well, that's, uh, I we mean, disagree. that promo we, was we disagree. Terrible. We completely disagree about that. I thought it was. Wait, wait you, you thought the Matt Hardy promo was terrible? Yeah. It, it, I thought the broken part of it was terrible. I, I, the regular Matt Hardy I, part, I, I, I think that's yeah. great, and I, I don't understand how they work together. That's that I disagree with. That that I thought yeah. that I thought clicked. I thought that was really good. Um, I I I'm I'm I was completely on board with that. Um, yeah. So with so, all of it? Yep, all of it. All of it. The first part. Yes, it's like deal. the worst thing I've ever heard. I no. mean, it was real bad. When he was calling well, I, him, whoa, I thought whoa, whoa. when he switched to normal if you Matt think Hardy, that, that broken Matt Hardy, wait, what, what was it? I mean, that was it's so the same much shit of what, over and over again. I'm just sick of it. It's there's nothing new. Okay, we there's just nothing we new. We just disagree wholeheartedly. There will never be a day where it won't be a joy for to hear Matt Hardy call somebody the whole of ass. I disagree with you wholeheartedly. That's that's what makes the character so wonderful. Is 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 that there's those little things that you just get every time that you didn't notice the last time that he goes to in that moment. Um, interacting with his other essence. I, on, on a night where yeah. I thought they were terrible, I thought that was actually wonderful, and they should fucking hug Matt Hardy for being a guy that provided them content um, because it was the one redeemable thing that I think you got out of this. See, I think I think if anything other than Chris Jericho was the butt of this, I wouldn't be interested. Did, did you watch any of the... Pre, the impact broken mat stuff were yeah, you that's interested what, in that's i think it's okay, the same but, it's it's not there's nothing new about this it's the same fucking was, shit but he did he did the same but you love pretty much all of the impact stuff right and I he liked did the it, same yeah. thing for about but a there year there were different things each introduced each we were learning about it it wasn't the same thing because it was new now that it's like 5 years old it's it's kind of retreaded at this point I think I think I he, disagree. It, this I, absolutely needs I, I the Jericho. I couldn't feel differently about that. The Jericho, I mean, like, the Jericho butt of the joke to make it work, which is it's great that's working. This isn't going to work past this feud. I, I, like he, I, I first of all, I like not only do I disagree. I think this is insane. Um, the, the Jericho had so little to do with what they did the other night. I, I can't even fathom that you think that that's even part why of this it. part was yeah. bad. Like that's my whole point. No, and that's the difference. It was really good, and Jericho had nothing to do with it. Um, that's what I, I'm saying. It's not. It wasn't, and that's why I wasn't I mean, into I mean, it because this, I, this the is, only thing that redeems this is the Jericho side but, of it. To and me. this is this is there's such a disconnect here. I don't. If you don't like Broken Matt Hardy and and still enjoy it and still get a thrill out of Broken Matt Hardy doing Broken Matt Hardy. I just don't. I don't get why you're a wrestling fan. Like this is th- this character. I didn't say I don't like Broken Matt Hardy. I didn't like what they did on Wednesday. But they did Broken Matt Hardy on Wednesday. Yeah, I mean, I'm yeah, I'm I didn't lost. Like it. it was it was there was nothing new about it. There was but no. There hasn't been anything new about it. It's the same concept. I mean, there there has been. Like the first time he said "hole of ass," it was hilarious. The first time, you know. Okay, I will give you this. When he said. What what was the line about the orange juice? That that pot, that was funny, but like, don't just keep saying the same things over and over. Like, you got to give me something new. Man, I, I am, whew, I am before. It's like the, the promo that everybody hated, where he teleported all over the arena. I Who hated that? that? A lot name of people. Names. Well, a lot, a lot of people, people just a lot of people bad. just don't like broken Matt. I'm just saying, I like that. If you that was if, different, that if was cool. you hated that, get the fuck out. <laughs> Like, th- I give up if you hated that. I give up on what it is that you want in the world 
and I don't know who these people are because I didn't see any of that. I got in an argument it. with one person, which was the most, like, the most galaxy brain thing ever was, I like Broken Matt. I liked him in Impact. I didn't like that. I didn't like the and weird like, cuts. I was just like, wait, th- what did this, you like this, in Impact? Right. This is the, this like is it. It what the you same liked. thing. Yeah. Jesus yeah. Christ. No, I, I listen. All everything that they've done with him up until now, I've loved. But but I I'm concerned that after Chris Jericho isn't there to catch the brunt of it, I mean, if I'm still going to be interested in this uh, to keep going. All right. So I, I, there's two separate things. You don't like it, and that's fine. Um, I I I I I am I'm at a loss for that because I think it's great, and I think that everything that you do with Broken Matt Hardy when you let him just be Broken Matt Hardy is wonderful because it's a wonderful character and different than what other people are doing, and he can constantly bring it every week and weave in and out, unlike other people when you attempt to give them something, and they just don't have that. They don't have those chops. He's got the chops to weave in and out constantly. Um, I love the character. I'll forever love the character. I'm just I, being the whole of ass this week. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm, yes. I'm befuddled by it. <laughs> I mean, I'm I am so lost as to what the negativity would be towards this. I I don't have anything to say. Um, why you would set I, up? I feel like I feel like it got. I feel like the program got a little bit more teeth though when he transitioned into real Matt Hardy and was saying real shit. But I I mean, I think that's the layer to it. I think that's the next layer to what you're doing. No, I did like that part of it. You're you're introducing yeah. that he's two separate essences at the same time, which is phenomenal. Yeah. Like everything about this is phenomenal. I'm. I don't know what to say to you, man. I have no idea what to do. Um, I, I have, I'm, I can't. I, I am really struggling with the. You've got nothing to do. You had to tape eight episodes in the span of two days with everybody you got. This is what we got. It is what it is. I am, I am so lost in the thought process of building a Wednesday night television show on TNT around. Dustin Rhodes. I'm lost. Yeah. I'm lost. I don't know what that is. The the um, funny thing is I think that you know, we, we've talked about this before. Like once you kind of circle that for whatever reason, they did a pretty good job of of making of trying to make you care about it. The problem is from a lot of us, you were never going to get anyone I to care about never, it. Never. Never in a million years. It, Even trying to do the bit where like, well, he put his career on the line. Out of nowhere. It's so yeah. nonsensical. And, it was like, and they had to like show you some, what was it, like a, like a voicemail or something? Yeah. I mean, this is just utterly nonsensical that like Dustin Rhodes cares so much about this random ass first round match against Kip Sabian. Like that it's just There wasn't even a big feud going into Nothing. That. Nothing. <laughs> Cuz we're 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 assuming he's not going to win this, right? I hope to god he's not. So like, mean, why does he care I, about this match and doesn't care about was, the next like, match and, he's presumably going to lose? Yeah, yeah, it made no sense and then it, it it here's what it did. It scared me for next week because or whenever the next is the next match next week. Probably t- my guess would be 2 weeks. But so. I mean the Cody match is going to be next week, right? Yeah. So it sort of scares like like okay, like if I don't know what to say. If you've got Archer coming out to ruin things for Cody putting Darby in the finals and then if you have Cody coming out to help Dustin win which I know everyone's going to roll their eyes but if we're getting Darby Allen winning because of that I'm okay with it all then that's fine. that's to me the top possibility right now I that mean, should be where you that go that should be what happens. I mean however you get there I think if you get the other thought I had is if Dustin and Lance is is 
first, which I, I doubt, but like if that's first and you somehow have a no decision and they say Cody and Darby is the finals and then you can give Darby like a clean win over Cody, that would be great too. Um, but that if this is Cody winning, I, I'm all out on all well, of this. Yeah, I mean, it's a terrible idea to have Cody win, but I would also say that like I don't think it's the end of the world if this... Like, the obvious thing isn't just what this leads to, which is Lance Archer just literally murders, you know, Cody, and that's that's a good thing. It sets something up that that's you, can, fine too. Yes. Like you can go with yeah. for a little while. I, I, I don't think it's, it's perfect, but I don't think there's a problem with the idea that you set Lance Archer up to be a murderer, and you just allow him to go be a murderer for a little while. Um, I don't really have an issue with that. Frankly, anything once you set him up this way, I kind of don't like you doing anything else other than that. Um, I, I don't, I don't love the idea of any of these other things that we've talked about and, and getting in. Like he's, he's a murderer. <laughs> he's well, right. But if like, he murders Dustin and, and it's a no contest or a DQ, I, I just, yeah. I, I just don't like that, that. That's kind of, that's where I, if I'm booking, that's where I'm going. I hear you. It's I a DQ and one of two things, either Dustin can't compete and they have Cody and, and Darby be the finals or, Dustin versus Darby and you put Darby over in a great match and maybe Dustin says it's his last match and then you can say Darby Allen retired Dustin Rhodes well, then I would have built this week around the tournament it's I either win the tournament or I'm retiring yeah like if you were well going to I do will this, say this he did say he didn't say that but he did say this is the most important like he was like Yes, winning but, this but championship is the most important thing to me right now scrub. to prove that I can still do this he's, and all this. But he's, so, he's the, I, I think he still has uses, though. Like, it's, it's not this. This isn't the use. But I wouldn't want to see him retired. Uh, he's I mean, still I'm, very good. I'm not he's saying very, very I'm good. not saying that I want to see him retired. I also just don't want... I, I, I have this fear that you're constantly going to try to do too much. Like, yeah. I am nervous about that. that he has, he's in a tag team. I mean, so you can... He can go back sort to his tag team. Sort of in a tag yeah, They gave it a name and everything. Yeah, yeah, that's, <laughs> it's something. God bless QT Marshall. Um, I, I just... I, I This was bad. If this was what you were doing this week, just bump it around. Make that the first match of the night. Make the other one the main event. Um, it makes way more sense. I care way more about Sammy Guevara and, and Darby and that's, Allen. And that's the biggest issue, right? Is <laughs> Which, that you yeah, had that should that. have been the final. That should have been the final. <laughs> right. But you right. had that that could have been at least the main event of the night. And then you run into the problem that they attempted to address with the vignette, which is that like these things are happening, but because you just filmed a bunch of shit and just said, we'll piece it all together, you can't appropriately react to any of it. You built fucking Jake Hager versus John Moxley as being oh. the most important match ever with like an hour long goddamn build and then it was like it didn't happen it was like uh, right you know, you even talk right the there was only like no acknowledge mention. the only acknowledgement of it was during the bubbly bunch and it was like a passing acknowledgement of it and then J fucking jake hager's like here i'm gonna do a dance like what the <laughs> fuck by the way I, I just pulled up tony khan's uh twitter both semifinals are happening next week all right um, interesting um, look, man, I, 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 it's tough. It's tough because I, it, it's complete shit. It's, it's terrible. But I, I understand sort of why it's terrible. It just feels like in, in the concept of being terrible, you could have made it l less terrible. <laughs> um, God. God, this is so – it's just really, it's just really, really painful, man. It's, hey, hey. Orange Cassidy got a win. I, it's look, not I'm, all bad. Look, hey, I, you know, the, the Orange Cassidy got a win. That's swell. I mean, I, 
I, I don't know what to say, dude. I, I, I hate I hate being this down on it because I don't want to be that guy. But, like, I, this is kind of what happens when you decide you're just going to film a bunch of shit over two days and hope for the best for the next eight weeks. And that's why I said a week ago, you know, at some point, like, look at what's happening in Georgia. You might need to get together and say, this this is a problem. <laughs> we, we can't do this. We can't just keep thinking we can piece it all together with a bunch of hype content and you know matches that nobody like we it's not working and we just have to rip it up and get people back into the fucking nightmare factory and go from there it just doesn't i think i think there's one thing that would say you're overreacting a little bit even though i agree with you about the quality of the show the 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 x factor is whether that matters so much and um that's why i think we're overreacting a little bit because they still clobbered nxt in the ratings so wait, wait, they, I think, they clobbered them. I thought it was pretty close, like, like a hundred thousand people or something. This I mean, week was. I mean, la- the past two weeks were. Yeah. Very NXT won the last two weeks, right? Yeah, but, by like but like this, one or two thousand each week. Yeah. So this week, uh, AEW had seven hundred and thirty-one thousand people, and NXT had six hundred and sixty-five thousand people. Right, and so it's it's. I, I think that you, cl- that's in ratings points world. That's unbelievably close. Yeah. Um, it's it's close. I don't know if it's unbelievable. No, it really close. is. Like that's unbelievable. In ratings, part of the problem is they're both such. The, the big issue is they're both such small audiences, right? Yeah. Um, that like your, your base is like what fifty four to forty six, right? Like, percent wise, like yeah. it it looks bigger than if if you did those numbers. If it was if the the difference two point versus one point nine, like it would be a, you wouldn't even know it. You would just say they were tied, right? We're only saying it's a difference because these, they're so I guess small. my point is these are the numbers they've been doing. Let's right. let's, it, uh, let's just say that. And let's, if, these, if, this if, is in the realm of the numbers they've been doing. If what you're they're not saying doing is significantly worse in the tape. Well, no, era. they're both doing significantly worse. They're both doing. They were both hovering around a million, and now they're both doing significantly worse. Um, but they're both doing it. Is the point right? Like the point is this hasn't put them significantly behind NXT. And again, this week they came out on top. And if all like, what you would just want to say is. During this time, there's a limit to how many people are going to be willing to watch, and so even yeah, if the combined, doing, you're right. The combined was from 1.6 or 1.5 to now like 1.3. Like it's 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 yeah. it is a noticeable drop off from where they were to now. Um, but again, like it, they absolutely can hide behind the idea of we're not paying any money right now. We've taped everything. We don't want to spend any more money. We just want to suck it up, deal with it. It's shit, but it's what we've got. Yeah, you know, I mean, like. Although I, I know we're talking about, like you said earlier, we're talking about like hay straws at this point. But but like one interesting thing to note is that NXT for the first time in like a really long time are up in the target demo, not beating AEW, but they're up okay. in general. I it's which, also possible. Which is kind of interesting. Right. Keep in mind the lack. There's not a lot of money to be spent either right now, so I don't know that anybody's all that nervous about anything ratings wise because no one's buying advertising right right yeah. like it's it's also part of the issue and so in that for what you're saying you're right the most likely scenario is they're just going to say we've taped all the content we're not spending any more money we're not flying anybody anywhere we're not th- this is just what it is let's we're, get to double or nothing take a breath and go and, from and there. we'll do it from there yeah but, they're, they're like it's not worth the extra like 50 to a hundred thousand correct maybe viewers we're going to get if we retape this correct so, monetarily so you're probably right about that and this is just what it's going to be and it's just going to be it's going to make the show that much better when it comes back let's I just say so. that i sure hope so. <laughs> do, do we want to talk about the other uh 
controversy uh, on social media that came out of uh, the show? I don't remember. I don't even remember. It was yeah. uh, Kenny Omega needing six, seven minutes to beat the guy. Oh, and yeah. I, People are I, livid over that. Just don't care enough, man. You can't get me to get worked up about that. It's just... I, I do want to bring something up that I didn't think to talk about. Um, I, I just want to say one thing about because people are yeah. talking about it. In a it. in a bubble, I don't think it's a problem that he had a six minute match. If you want to say this is a you know a smaller part of the bigger issue, as what the hell are they doing with yes, Kenny they've, Omega? They've How did Ken, Kenny yes. Omega get to this point? Right. They've had a huge think, Kenny Omega problem for a while, which yeah. is insane. <laughs> Kenny Omega should have been their singular star when this company started. And by the way, I, I'll just be the one to say it. I think the problem is Cody. Like, I I just. It's not just Cody, though. It's Kenny. They've gone out of their way to make Kenny not look like a star. And I think that's part of it is his decision as well. Maybe he wanted to get people over. Maybe that's true. But you can't. You're positioning him awfully close to someone who who have centralized the entire programming again around. And again, as I keep saying, I don't like the Cody character. I don't think it's good. But everybody else does. So I'm the wrong person here. Right. It could very well be. That at the at the cost of Kenny Omega, you've ended up having this untouchable, larger than life Cody Rhodes character. That might be the the ultimate way that it comes out. But when they're so close together, and one has been treated at all times like whatever he does is the absolute most important thing that's happening in the company, it's very difficult for the other to be over, to be wildly over at the same time. I mean, I I think this issue and the, co- the this issue and the commentary issue are two issues in which they do what WWE does, which is that they decided this is something, and be damned if it works or doesn't work. Um, it, the Cody thing, you make more of an argument, like you said, because the crowd's behind it. I don't know how you can listen to the commentary for the last three weeks and go back to what you were doing before, particularly after that horrendous Jim Ross commentary on well, the but you're not, John Moxley match. You're not getting rid of JR. JR's not there for his commentary work. He's there because he's JR. Yeah. And, and but that's the problem. And, right? But there's value in it. There there's is. Inherently Why? Value. There is. Because he's value? JR, because he matters, because people but love him. But he's watching the show because he's on it. People are. People tune in, hear JR's voice, and stay on because the, of JR's that's voice. That's the argument, though, then he's been off for so many weeks that you, you can say. And they've lost, and they've lost viewers. Man, okay, I'm not, people I'm not turn trying it to, off because right, he I'm wasn't not trying on. To, I, I have a hard right. time believing I, I'm not, I want to. I don't want to make that direct. Look, I, I, not, I, not direct, but they, there's certainly value in Jim Ross. Like, I have yes, had people come up. Of course there is. But, I mean, but, but do you want a good show or a bad show? Uh, Jim Ross didn't make it a bad show, though. Like, I mean, we're, we're painting too many absolutes. I, I, we wait, but but we and we love. I'm not gonna say loved, but Dynamite was very good before all of this happened, and that was with Jim Ross. But that was the one complaint I always had was him. Sure. Oh, <laughs> and I, I've, had that, I've had that complaint for a while for Jim Ross, but there's value in him. Of course, there's value. I just think, how much better has the commentary been, particularly with Chris Jericho, which you're well, not going to get, and you're that's part of the problem. That's that the you can't problem. replicate. You're not going to get yes. Chris Look, I, ultimately, I frankly think that Excalibur is your strongest play-by-play guy, and yeah. and him you, and Shivani together are great. I, I would, I would have no problem with that being your booth, but it's not going to be that way, and yeah. you know, I. It's what it is to me. The Omega thing is definitely a problem, dude. It's it's been a problem yeah, for a while. We've yeah. talked about how much of a problem it is. I don't I just don't have an answer for it. I don't have an answer other than you kind of did this to yourself and also I bring up Cody Moxley being injected the way that he was also hurt, right? Like this always should have set up for Kenny Omega to be the guy that took the belt off of Chris Jericho. It should have always been that way. Um that like that, that you start a company, you want somebody to be your own star. 
this should have always been the case. A bunch of different things happened. By the way, um, the other thing we need to we do need to address. And we, I do need to wrap up because I gotta get some other stuff. Um, for fuck's sake, I, the Brody Lee thing is so painful. <laughs> did, did you see Justin Incredible? Please, please tell me you saw I didn't Justin Incredible. I didn't see Justin Incredible. I didn't see it. Justin Incredible said, right "This now. is word for word a speech gave to me like 20 years right. ago." And 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 it's it's bad and it's been bad and this was you know like a step worse. To, it, look, it's it's ungodly. It's just hot. It's the hottest garbage I've ever seen in my life. I don't know what the fuck they're thinking. It's so much worse that they continued it and did the worst one after they let Cody do a fucking interview where he tried to claim that it wasn't them ripping oh, off Vince McMahon. Stop. This is horrendous. Like I, this makes me not well, like you, you. You know what's you know what's even further proof to your point is that even the AEW marks don't like this. No, what is there to like about this? No, but I'm saying like, okay, like it, you're it's gonna be hard for you to find a Foo Fighters song that I won't defend, even if it's kind of bad, right? Because I'm just like so you're, far. You're a mark. I sort of, un- but I if sort of you, think if you play me a Foo Fighters song and I tell you it's bad. It's bad. What I would you know say what is the, the marks. The marks should be the ones. Like the marks argument should be: we came to you because we don't like WWE. Right. Don't, don't want to hear about. Don't do time. anything that reminds us of WWE. We don't want that. That's the the antithesis of why we're watching you. Stop it. Stop it. And and you still have the problem where every guy that you're pushing to the forefront is from uh, WWE. That's, that's an issue, too, yeah. but it's a different issue. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it's an issue, though. The more I think about it, the less I have that big of as long Again, as long as they're not pushing him just because they're WWE, they're pushing him because well, no, they're... Well, that's less of an issue. It just adds to the argument of what we're saying. It's like, yeah. this is real bad, and then couple that with the fact that all the tentpole guys were made stars on WWE... And you're doing what you're doing with Kenny. It's like all the things we're talking about together. Yes. Yeah. Compound but, to a bigger, but bigger I, problem. Like I, I just can't get over. But, you but that it. one thing is just yeah. This, this is oh, the worst. Real, this, this is, is the, this is it's the worst. It's so thing. frustrating because we all want so good things, so many good things for Brody Lee. Right. This is the worst thing <laughs> they've ever done as a company. It, it, they, when, when they first started getting the reaction, they should have said maybe we need to pivot, and instead they doubled down. Which well, just maybe is, it's what you said. They filmed all this shit five weeks but this ago, is the, of and now anything, they're stuck with it all. Of any, <laughs> don't show it. Right. This isn't in ring. <laughs> like, just rip it up. Go film a different vignette. Ease it a little bit. Get to a point with Brody Lee. This sucks. This <laughs> is terrible. And it builds into why I'm so down about everything right now in AEW because it, there's so little good and so much more of this at the moment, and that is Drek. Um, all right, so here's the deal. Let's just go ahead and get our plugs. We're going to talk to Adam Thornstow before we wrap up the show, but let's go ahead and get our plugs in now uh, before we do that. Uh, of course, unfortunately, I guess we don't have anything to plug. Um, I will plug one thing ooh. just to just to be a, a dickhead troll. Um, I will plug Triple H Appreciation Week on Jeez, SmackDown this up. Friday. Shut up. Get out of here. So watch, watch here. it at 8 p.m. to appreciate the greatness of this Triple H right. because that's really important. And if you What mi- are the odds he comes out with the belt? He, he, he walks out of the night with being a champion. Oh, well, I, you really I, think they're doing that? I disagree. So, I, no, I don't. I, but okay, listen. We, I, know, I know we're trying to end, but I did want to bring this up I, as I gotta, something. I got to go. I got to go. Ask, to ask you guys if you think it's leading to something. 
Or if it's just some bullshit thing to do. I, I think it's a bullshit thing, but if you told me he walks out with, let's say, the 24-7 belt... Mm. If if this was I mean, not... If we were in normal programming and they were doing this, I would tell you it's leading to a Saudi Arabia match. But since there is no Saudi Arabia match in sight, I don't know what else it could be leading to. I Yeah, I, I think it's just a, oh, we can make this feel big. Unless he's in money in the bank because he was just available. Oh, my God. I, I'm actually on board well, hold with on. that. I mean, a match where you're rising up the company yeah. ranks to yeah. the top of the building? Yes. Yeah. I mean, there is guys. We know one I'm of the, all in on that. we know one of the spots is Corbin and Gulak, right? And we don't really do we know what the other spot in Money in the Bank is? We don't, but I, dude, I'm I'm telling you, uh, what do I you guys? I, I love I, that. I don't. I don't think I, there's a chance. I don't but. love it. I hate it. I hate the fact that he'd be injected no, to as it as long as he doesn't win. Eh, I, still, I don't even want him there. Yeah, I really don't. I really. Don't. I I would uh, be really into that. I'm not gonna lie. I, uh, I'd be really into that. Uh, I don't want him there, but if you tell me it's happened, I can buy it. Um. All right, all right, we got to go. Uh, Aaron, right. at the Aoster. At the Aoster. Is on Twitter. I'm at Glenn Clark Radio, glennclarkradio.com. Uh, we'll chat with Adam Thornstow, and then that'll be that. And indeed, joined now by a man who, um, you know, straight up is one of our heroes right now here on Jobbing Out as um, he is busting his ass. He has taken time away. Unfortunately, he wasn't able to be a part of uh, Rebellion with Impact this week, which started out and was awesome. And I know... He was bummed because his boy Ace Austin was out there, but he's doing something way more important. He's going to tell us about it now. You know him from Reno Scum. He is, of course, uh, a man who has been doing just about everything in the world of pro wrestling. He is Adam Thornstow, and he joins us now. Adam, it's Glenn in Baltimore. It's good to chat with you, man. I know this is an insane time for you, so I really appreciate you taking a couple of minutes. Oh, no, no worries, man. I appreciate it, too. Uh, Just happy to be here. So, for those that don't know, um, you are based out of where? Uh, Reno, Nevada. Okay. And you have um, a day job that's a little bit different than most professional wrestlers do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm uh, supervising in a level two trial center here in Reno. We cover about, a, oh, I think it's almost a thousand mile uh, radius. So we get a lot of northern Nevada, southern Nevada, um, some of northern California. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I do that, uh, and so. And, and by the yeah, way, yeah. That, that's remarkable in and of its own, right? Like, that's an incredible yeah. story. Um, a little bit more interesting, clearly, at the moment, given what's going on in the world and the impact it's having on medical facilities uh, right now. Um, yeah, it's, uh, it's busy. <laughs> yeah, right? Can you take me through what these weeks have looked like over the course of the last, you know, four to six weeks since this thing kind of all went crazy? I'd say uh, towards the end of March is when stuff really started to hit. Um, you know, the operating room's a little different. Um, I mean, we're trying to say, oh, we canceled elective surgeries, so we're still only doing trauma surgeries, orthopedic trauma, um, we're still doing cancer surgeries, uh, brain tumors and all that. And, um, you know, when it first started and it first hit and they put all the policies in place, it felt like they were changing every 10 minutes, you know, what we were doing, how we were preparing for rooms, changing the air pressure in rooms, et cetera, et cetera. And uh, it was just hectic, you know, and now it's kind of, uh, I don't want to call it the norm because, you know, we obviously want to get back to the way it was. Right. But, um, I feel, as far as our county goes, uh, curves hopefully starting to flatten a little bit, and uh, things will get back to normal. I mean, there's uh, 
there's definitely days that are super busy. There's some weeks, you know, where all of us were putting in uh, more hours than normal. And um, yeah, I don't know. It's, uh, I mean, it, it's tough. And you know, I I don't want to downplay it. They're just we're lucky we're in the operating room because uh, we have 18 operating rooms in our uh, main OR, and uh, so we're only taking care of 18 patients at a time. And uh, we're able to get a lot of people tested and. Um, I don't think even to this day, we've had a couple, um, like rule out COVID stuff, but I think we had our first positive one, uh, over the weekend actually, but, um, yeah, I mean, we're just taking all the precautions and, you know, everybody's kind of on edge, but, uh, I, uh, I like to tell people I'm kind of like, uh, the D'Lo Brown of the operating room. I'm kind of the <laughs> vice president of talent now. <laughs> No, it's not the more yet, but, uh, <laughs> you know, I, my job is to keep the talent or the staff there happy and, um, you know, informed, obviously, and educated on what we do. And So, yeah. Okay, but that it's, seems uh, like a particularly tough role at the moment, right? Like, I've I've talked to a lot of people, you know, that aren't even at, at the center of this right now in the medical field, friends of mine, people that we know in our market, and there's just so much nervousness and apprehension and and times flat out fear um, that has gone on. And so when you say like, yeah, you know, you're just sort of the vice president of talent, but like it feels like at the moment there, there's there's got to be a lot of of that that you're dealing with of, of people that you work with that are that are afraid. And I, I can't imagine it's I, you're you're painting it off like it's just sort of no thing. But like I got to imagine it's not quite that simple. It's not. I mean, you know. It, it, but at the end of the day, like every medical professional, it, it's their job. And, you know, you don't, you know, I, I don't want to say you don't prepare for a pandemic, but like you don't expect it to happen in your lifetime, kind of. And, you know, when it hits, you're rushing around. And like you said, there's fear. We've dubbed it uh, COVID anxiety. Um, I don't think it hits as many people sometimes while they're on the job as much as, like, it hit me a lot. And it was, pretty mentally taxing like when i'd get home at night and stuff like that because with covid you just don't know you know what i mean like did i bring this home to my wife and kids somehow right. my wife also works in uh surgery she's a nurse practitioner so well a lot of her caseload has been um down because of the elective surgery rule um she's still working and they're still doing cancer surgeries her and the um, surgeon she works for and so it's on both of us and you know schools are shut down and it's like Sometimes you have to drop your kids off at your mom's. You're like, oh my god, did like I give it to my kids or gonna give it to my mom? And so you just you gotta kind of get outside of your head, and you know everybody's taking proper precautions the best we can. And um, as far as Reno goes, and uh, I live in Washoe County, and that's the area that we cover. Um, we're doing fairly good, you know. And it's uh, I, I don't know how to explain it. It's just the the team uh, that I work with and. Uh, the hospital I work for just come together and uh, I think we've done a really good job as far as managing COVID cases, easing staff's anxiety uh, the best we can. Our community has been so awesome and it's humbling at times because people are donating food or, you know, um, uh, small businesses are 3D printing masks and uh, face shields and stuff like that. I mean, I love the masks and stuff, but we were talking the other day where I'm like, you know, like, I, I wish some of these people were donating food to other places that have lost their jobs. or You know what I mean? Because hmm. hmm. uh, at the end of the day, like, 
we all still have a job, you know what I mean? I mean, I'm not wrestling right now, and that sucks, but right. I'm still earning an income, and I mean, there's just millions of people out there who aren't, so it, it's humbling to see our community come together and appreciate what we're doing, and at the same time, like, you try not to feel guilty about that, it, it, that's kind of weird, too. No, I, I understand, it's, you know, look, in media is an essential business right now right which is like it's the stupidest thing i do sports for a living i'm not essential let's make that very clear there's nothing about me that's essential i bitch about football on the internet that's the least thing that we need in the world right but i have i know the the feeling that you're talking about where it's like look i'm not saying i haven't been impacted i've lost a lot of the other gigs that i have things along those lines but i still have my job right like because media is considered essential so yeah i mean like i know the kind of feeling that you're talking about where you're like i I, I'm dealing with people, and and it's not the same, and it's it's a it's a tough thing. Adam Stor- Thornstow is with us uh, from Reno Scum. Let, let let me have some fun with this, right? Like when people walk in. First of all, are, are I've got to admit, are you the most tatted person at the at the hospital? Like you've got to be the one with the most. Yeah, I probably I probably have the most okay. tattoos at the hospital. <laughs> and I know that typically you're entirely covered, but like, and and you're not you're not as big as some professional wrestlers are, but right. like when. Have you had a moment, even not during now, but like at any point, when somebody looked at you and they were like, "Whoa, you 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 work here?" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we get that every now and then. I mean, um, before as a supervisor, and I still am as a surgical tech for a long time, and uh, so I didn't have my neck tattooed for a long time. But then once I got that, you could see that and still, even when I had the gown and gloves on, when the patients would come through and. Every now and then, somebody's like, "You sure you know what you're doing?" Right? <laughs> so I was like, "Yeah, I, I've done this once or twice, I guess. <laughs> we'll wing it today." But um, yeah, um, it's pretty accepting now. When I first started at the hospital and I started getting heavily tattooed, um, there's a policy where I mean, you had to cover up everywhere you went. Wow! Until so you scrubbed into surgery, and uh, I mean, that was just a generation thing where. I mean, I think they finally realized everybody's getting tattoos and, you know, I mean, it's good work. So um, they changed that policy a long time ago. And that's when I uh, pulled the trigger on getting my neck and hands and stuff. Done. And you're like, all right, let's, it's all the oxygen free now. <laughs> you changed yep. the policy. I'm getting everything done. Um, have you had a moment yet where someone was there who knew who you were because they were a nerdy wrestling fan? Yeah, I had, because uh, Lester uh, runs a local promotion here in Reno. Okay. And, uh, um, yeah, I'd been recognized um, just hanging out in the operating room or even, like, when I go to lunch or cafeteria or something like that, if there's family visiting patients, so they go, oh, you're Reno scum. I'm like, yeah. That's cool. That's cool. <laughs> Not today. <laughs> <laughs> right. But, like, okay, when when they do that, is it excitement or more like, wait, I'm confused? <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm always such a mark for it, like, I've been, not, you know, like, we just got back with Impact in October, and yeah. ball was really rolling before the pandemic hit, and um, I think we were coming back from the New York tapings, and Luster and I got recognized, I forget where our layover was, but we got recognized at the airport, and I mean, I love that stuff, you know what I mean? That's I love cool, interacting man. with fans, and, um, you know, that's what I loved about the Indies, too. You know, I mean, people pay their money, and, like, you know, like, Especially in Northern California and Southern California, where we wrestled so much, like people that are now adults were like, "Man, I was watching you when I was like twelve and stuff like that." So it's cool. Like, 
I always try and make time for that. That's awesome, man. And you, you know what you referenced too is like, like the, you know, you guys got back in October, and then it was such a hot stretch for Impact, obviously, with like the Sammy and Tessa stuff, and now yeah. in the Rebellion. Like it was a great time to kind of be back in the mix with Impact. That again, I know it's a bummer to be going through this, and I, it's your job, and I appreciate that. But like, it's got to have been a good feeling that it timed out right when you returned with what's been a really hot stretch of months on TV. Yeah, because we started kind of back with them when they started the California Loops last year. And then we did Vegas with Ace, and then D'Lo called to see if we could do Bound for Glory in Chicago. And I was like, yeah, that's cool. And then as soon as they sent the Chicago tickets, like 30 minutes later they sent Canada tickets, and we were actually supposed to wrestle the Rock and Roll Express that Oh, God! Promotion. Well, we weren't under contract yet. Like, I was like, hey, um, I get text. Are we going to get offered a deal? Or, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> and literally, when I was sending that text, I got a Twitter notification. It was from Scott. And uh, then he texted me and he's like, hey, we're going to put together a contract for you guys. And it was funny because, like, after the Vegas tapings is when I took the supervisor job in the OR because I was like, well, if they don't offer us anything there, it's cool. Like, we love Impact and they're always good to us and whatever. And so I've been doing the supervisor thing for, like, five weeks, and then they offer us this contract. I'm like, oh, shit, like, how am I going to juggle it? But uh, uh, the hospital works pretty well with my wrestling schedule, and obviously Impact is now working very well with me. They That's great. had called and offered Rebellion. I mean, technically, a healthcare worker, I can't leave the county right now, or else I'd be quarantined automatically for 14 sure. days. sure. Which was, I mean, you know, I say that like that, but I mean, it was it was a tough decision, you know. Like, I had to sit down and talk to Luster about it, and um, because, like, you know, we're on a roll, and, like, but, I mean, Scott and D'Lo and Don and everybody's just been so supportive, and, I mean, they're not forcing any talent to do anything they don't want to do. So. It's awesome. Oh, it's awesome yeah. to hear that. So, so have you thought about, you know, you're, you're watching, obviously, th- this is the new normal, right? Like, and it, unfortunately, it looks like it might be a while before we have crowds again. Um, and certainly yeah. certainly not in the normal way, right? Um, right. Have, have you thought about that at all for, when, for whenever you are able to get back? Like, it, it, it could be a long time, and this could be the way we got to do it for a while. Um, weird to you or something that, like... I. You pointed out, dude, the, the the show this past week was great. I mean, it was a great yeah. show. And it feels like there has been, like, some creative juices that have been flowing um, for 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 this type of performer and this type of performing without having a live crowd. Yeah, I uh, I felt like, and I, I know I'm biased, but I, I really mean, I felt like we somehow did it best. Like, I, I don't feel like you knew the crowd wasn't there as yeah. much when I watched Rebellion. Um I mean, it, I haven't watched, uh, I haven't caught up on any of the other promotions lately. I mean, I watched WrestleMania. I thought some of that was really awesome, too. But, um, like, and I know he's my guy, and I've known Willie Mack, too, forever. But Ace and Willie was, was great. Like, so good. You know what yeah, I mean? Like, it was great. It balls a wall. The triple threat tag was awesome. Um, Kira and Kylie was great. Yep. So, like, and the, the Sammy Shamrock thing I thought was done really well, too. So, I, I do think it's creative. Um, I was a huge fan of the cinematic stuff uh, that they did at WrestleMania. Um, I don't think it needs to be overdone. Impact Wrestling's been doing that for a long time. You know what I mean? Like when Matt Hardy started all of it, and I think even a little bit before that. But um, 
yeah, I mean, it's exciting to think of some of the things you could do. It's exciting to think of, uh, you, you could do more segments and really, um, drive home some of the stories. And then, I mean, these guys can still go balls to the wall and have some pretty great matches. I think that's the coolest part to me as a wrestling fan, right? Is that like, we, we do really love like wrestling, <laughs> like, right? you know, yeah. we like watching guys just go after it. And yeah. I, as much as a crowd can help in the storytelling aspect of a match, I, I think when you're dealing with really good performers at the highest level of their game, um, which you guys clearly are, I, I think that you can tell stories without having to have the crowd there. And, and I think you're absolutely right. I, dude, Ace and Willie killed it, man. <laughs> like, yeah, they did. And, I mean, it was a good story, you know what I mean? And, uh, like like I said, we were bummed we couldn't be there because right. uh, Ace probably would have won, right? <laughs> um, <laughs> but, no, I, I just – I. I think you're right. It shows just what kind of performers uh, people are because, yeah, you feed off a live crowd and um, to be able to uh, get those emotions out of fans watching at home and just to know within yourself that that's what you're doing, you know, because you can't hear it. And, um, yeah, I mean, that might be the new norm for quite a while. It seems that way, no doubt, man. All right, Adam. I sent a tweet out where I was like, man, they should put these big screens all around the arena and everybody should just zoom in. <laughs> like, like you see everybody watching from at home they kind of did that yeah. during the nfl draft a little bit you know like I, i'd be interested in seeing somebody try it right yeah I, it would have to be like a select audience like you could correct just everybody in, yes because right? then but, you'd end up with people showing off their um their 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 you know their nether regions <laughs> during yes. the course of the broadcast it's the way we say that uh, Adam Thornstow, wrapping up with him. Um, Adam, getting back to what we're dealing with, what's a message? You know, as, as somebody that's that's dealing with this stuff on a day to day basis, like the message. You know, you see all this. You know, everybody's trying to rush back, and we all want normalcy, but this is still a real thing. Like, what what's your message to people that maybe haven't yet been touched by all of this, and you know, still kind of only know about it from the news media? I, I mean, I just. I'm a big advocate right now of social distancing and staying at home, and I know it sucks, and I know I'm fortunate and a semi-hypocrite to have to go to work every day because, or my wife, because we can get out of the house and stuff like that, and I know people are just stuck indoors, but I truly believe, like, right now that's the answer until there's some sort of better treatment or vaccine or whatnot, and I mean... From what I understand, they're still a while away from some sort of vaccine. Um, I don't know. I, I stopped paying attention to the media and the numbers as much as I do just kind of my county. Because um, I think that's where it started to get uh, to me and um, cause some anxiety and stuff like that. But I, I think places that have shown, you know, when they've had to be in court or, uh, you know, just inside and um, obviously good hand hygiene. Um, I I don't know. I mean, it sucks right now, and it's going to be tough. But I truly believe we're all going to get through it. You know, we're going to get out of it. And uh, I, I hope people take this time too, where you know they can have some self reflection and have some time with their family and realize, you know, like I mean, we're spoiled, you know, because this just hit us, and all of a sudden it's like we're in lockdown, right? And uh, I hope people remember when stuff does kind of go back to normal to take time to just kind of do that for themselves i respect that man and i, I couldn't agree with you anymore um and it is it sucks like it sucks there is no question about that but 
Um, it's what we got to do. Um, right. Adam, what can I plug for you? I, like, I, I guess let's keep watching <laughs> Impact on Access TV, of course. <laughs> no one will ever know. Um, and uh, what can I plug for you social media-wise, Twitter, Instagram, anything like that? Uh, com slash Reno Scum. We just put out um, two new shirts on there. Um, so that's helping Luster out a lot, too. Um, trying to give him more of that. Um, I know he works at UPS, so I think his hours got cut a little bit here and there. Um, I think, I, man, I, I just got to ask this, too. I should have checked. But uh, I think I'm Thornstow Scum on Instagram and Twitter. I know it's Thornstow under Thornstow underscore Scum. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. That's right. But uh, yeah, um, I don't know. I'm pretty active on social media. If you just hashtag Reno Scum, I'm guilty of vanity searching. (laughs) So I'll interact. Well, do do me a favor, and and I know you're gonna roll your eyes when I say this, bro. But like, do everybody listen? Do me a favor and message him to say thank you because, bro, I you know don't you? I know you don't think this, but trust me, you're you're a hero, man. And everybody that's doing this, you're all every one of you that's that's going in every day and doing this thing. You're heroes, bro, and 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 it means everything to all of us. Um, and I hope you know I that. I truly dude. appreciate that. Um, Adam, we can't wait to see you back in a ring, um, and and for normalcy to come, and for this not to have to be what you're doing every day. Um, yeah. <laughs> but but we're grateful for the the fact that you're doing it. We really appreciate you taking the time for us, man. Thank you so much. Thank you, Glenn. For uh, Aaron, for Brandon, and for the main event, he never text. Did he ever text us back? Nope. Okay. Then we're out. AJ Francis, I'm Glenn Clark. This is Ben jobbing out.